0: It is Sunday, March 18th, and here at 132 Breeze Podcast, we will be getting into the weekend that was in the NCAA tournament, the first two rounds, as well as NFL free agency. We'll take a little walk around campus and end with Casey's corner kick and tweets of the week. Let's go. Winding down weekend of March Madness, and I don't I don't think we have anything to talk about this week. So bringing in Casey, how are you doing? Good
1: evening, Marlo. Good to be here. It's about eight o'clock on a rather warm uh, Sunday evening
2: in Southeast Wisconsin. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right. It's it was pretty decent day here in Chicago. Um, it's actually, yeah, it's actually, it was actually pretty nice out. I um, actually got to run, run around outside a little bit.
2: Yeah, uh, today was one of the days where I, I really enjoy
1: living in uh, Southeast Wisconsin. Uh, when, when spring finally comes around, it gets in the fifties. Uh, the smell of charcoal is in the air as everybody dusts off their, their grill, fires it up and starts grilling out. When it's in the 50s, next the 60s, out come the shorts and the t-shirts. It's an uh, exciting time. Uh, not only that, uh, but it is basketball time.
0: Yeah, that it is. And we have uh, March Madness that got underway this past Thursday.
1: That we do. Before we get into that, Marlo, I want to bring up our sponsor uh, this week, or unsponsor, perhaps. Uh, this week's podcast is being brought to you and our fellow fans by my uh, – Unbranded generic microphone slash headphones uh, that I use to record this podcast that make me sound like I'm in a tunnel or doing the pod from outer space. So, with that, let's get into uh, the basketball.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Let's start. Where should we start? I don't even know where to start. There's so much to go over. Should we just? Well, should... first, I
1: would, I would just like to say that Virginia, Michigan State, North Carolina have hurt my feelings. Hurt my feelings.
2: They put into question my expertise, and mm,
0: it hurts. It hurts. Well, yeah, let's just start with that, just claiming we are absolutely experts, and there's nothing out there to say otherwise. Um, We pretty much got all the picks, or at least I did. Yeah, definitely. Got all the picks right, and there's nothing out there on the internet or anywhere else to, to go ahead and say I did not.
1: Yeah, definitely not anything on the Internet and written in pen uh, to say otherwise. Right, exactly. That was a lot of the feedback I got that when, you know, Virginia was list- missing Hunter for the tournament that I should have gone back and changed it, and I said, hey, I'm a bracket. I'm a bracket uh, integrity guy. Uh, when I put my bracket down, it's in pen. That's the one bracket. It goes on the wall. Maybe it's crumpled up in, in a corner now, but uh, I didn't change it, and it's it, doesn't look
0: great. That's right. the way you got to be. And that's how we, this, I've, in particular, this tournament, which, I, you know, this happens every year. Everyone has their bracket and everyone's going to, you know, everyone's going to get it right. And then by Thursday afternoon, I was like, my bracket's busted. It's all busted. No one could have called this. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, since we're in it this year, this year, so far, these first two rounds have been bananas. Um. So yeah, where do you where do you want to start? Should we just start in the south, because that region uh, has gone crazy, or should we end with that?
1: I guess let's start with the biggest upset in college basketball history, with uh, UMBC uh, defeating number one seeded, number one overall seeded, even uh, Virginia. Yeah. So Marlon, I want to the question I have for you is: What did watching this game feel like to you? Did you feel the the enormity of the upset. Were you rooting for the upset? How did how did was your experience uh, of the game? You
0: no, know, like every one in sixteen seed, I start by I you know I question why am I watching this? Why am I going to watch this? This one seed is going <laughs> to win. Um, they're going to pull out at some point, and I believe yeah, this game was uh Thursday late, like the last game of the night, pretty much. I think. Yeah, I think it was, it was like, late. Yeah, it was yep. late. So uh, you know, I've been, you know, and by the way, this whole weekend I've been drunk. So. You know, this was late. I'd been drinking, and I'm like, "All right, it's the 116. Do I need to stay up for this? Do I need this other beer?" And the answer is yeah. yes. To get you through it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But like a toward, professional. Yeah, exactly. And towards the second, <laughs> towards the second half, because they went in, they went in halftime tied up. So that's when you start. That's when I start yeah. questioning. Is, is, are, are they going to do this? Are they going to do this? And the announcers, or you know, you're bringing back all the footage from all the other close calls. And it's like, okay, no, Virginia's gonna snap out of it. And then you get into after the eight minute break, and by that point they were they were leading uh UNBC and it's like, Are they really gonna do this? And then by the mm-hmm. by the four minute by the four minute, it was they were like, Holy shit, they're gonna do it. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna I'm staying up, I'm gonna watch this. And it was you know, it was it's bananas. And I guess it being Virginia I think that people were trying to make the excuse that it's because Virginia, like, it's not really that surprising because of the way they, the the style of basketball they play, which I would call BS on. Like, yeah, yeah, but it it was just, it was a crazy moment, and you know, just being able to watch it, I never thought it would happen. I thought if it was going to happen, it would happen, you know, like a few, kind of years ago. Um, But it it seemed to be getting further and further away from it, so I didn't think it was ever going to happen. Yeah, I didn't, I
2: didn't think it was. I
1: didn't think it was either. I, I agree with you on the, uh, you know, that it was Virginia or their style of basketball doesn't translate to tournament play, which, or, you know, being the favorite, which I just, I can't I can't get behind. I mean, they beat, they went 3-0 against Duke and North Carolina this year. They won the ACC running away. They won the ACC tournament, I and mean, they're a good basketball team. Uh, something in this game, I was just waiting for them to go on, like, a five- or six-point run get back into it or to take a a, a quick lead and put some pressure on UMBC. And that just never happened. Uh, When I I was watching the game for kind of the reasons that I outlined, I think last week where uh, the brand of basketball that Virginia plays being similar to Wisconsin, I have a little bit of an affinity for Virginia. Um, Before I get, uh, so I was kind of, didn't want to see it. I had them winning my bracket, so I kind of didn't want to see it and almost every other game I'm always almost always rooting for the lower seed or the underdog to beat uh the big the, the powerhouse team and in this case I wasn't so it was very strange it was a very weird situation for me as a fan to be in that I wasn't rooting for this historic uh, thing to happen I think it was because of those things that I mentioned but also because it was Virginia it wasn't Duke it wasn't North Carolina it wasn't Kansas Kentucky kind of some of the more blue blood programs it was you know, a very good team that was just outside of that. So it was weird for me that I I wasn't enjoying it all as much as I would have if, you know, the Penn-Kansas game had gone differently. I think I would have enjoyed
2: that much more. And that happened Friday. It was fr- late Friday, Friday night, the game. The game uh, night.
0: Oh, that was a Friday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Friday night. Yeah. You're right. So, I mean, either way, it, it was the same thing. That's because Thursday night is when Arizona messed it up. And they got yeah. bounced um, by, who did they get bounced by? I don't even yeah, know. they
2: got trounced by Buffalo. Buffalo,
0: um, of all which... things. And that was a game I wasn't even paying attention to at all. And then all of a sudden, I look up on the top screen where they have all the, you know, all the scores, and it's like, what the hell is going on? And that's what happened. And I, I was watching that, and I think, you know, I had picked Arizona but they had, it was all because I fell in love with, you know, DeAndre Anton, and yeah. watching him in the Pac-12 uh, tournament, just not, just being big and athletic and better than everybody else, I thought he's just going to run through the tournament, then when I saw that happen, I realized, oh yeah, Pac-12 basketball is not good, and that was just one person playing against a bunch of other people that weren't good at basketball, and that's bad
1: on me. Yeah, that's I saw some, uh, a stat about Pack twelve in uh, basketball and football, so they didn't have any teams win the first round of the tournament, and they went one and eight in their bowl game. So,
0: oh, Pack twelve, uh, not a good. So Twenty eighteen, cool. not that great.
1: No, yeah, um, they probably are really good in a lot of other things, but the two sports at least that we uh, focus in on the most mm-hmm. it's been a tough.
0: League tough of Champions. 2018
1: League, of Champions. League of Champions, as uh, Bill Walton loves to say.
0: Yeah. So then yeah. you got the Arizona going crazy. Um, what about your? What about your team? What about Chicago's team? Loyola Chicago.
1: Chicago's team. It was. Uh, they had. I think two of the most exciting games. At least the, coming down to the wire. Uh, they beat Miami on Thursday night uh, with a buzzer beater that then wasn't a buzzer beater. So they put three seconds back out, and then uh, they had I, two minutes to review that, and then there was a timeout, and then they came out, and there was another timeout, and then. Miami had a heave and then nothing. So instead of having this very exciting buzzer beater, everybody runs in the court, jumping up and down, we had this long five, seven-minute drawn-out process. So that took a little bit of excitement out of it. Uh, and then they came back uh, yesterday, uh, beat Tennessee with another uh, last-second shot. This one was five seconds uh, left on the clock. A runner by Clayton Cluster. What a name. Uh Bounces uh, off the rim, off the backboard, off the rim, off the backboard, off the rim, off the backboard, <laughs> and in. It was a pretty, pretty exciting for Chicago's team and the darling, not only not only the treasure of Chicago as she is called, yeah. but now an international celebrity, uh, sister Jean Dolores Schmidt. What a weekend for her! After the Miami game, the uh, announcer says this is as much about her as it is about the coaches and players.
0: <laughs> yeah, they love sister. Which, Jean.
1: Which may be true, but I think the coaches and players had a little bit more to do with winning the basketball game. <laughs> uh, but congratulations for her. Congratulations to her, for myself to for calling. I think this this might be the only thing that I had got right in yeah. our previous uh election Sunday conversation. <laughs> it might yeah. be the only thing.
0: <laughs> you may be the only thing. But at least at least you got it right. So
1: yeah, and at least I don't have to be like Charles Barkley there where they make him go up on his bracket and cross out the teams when he gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. He had, I think he had Michigan State over Arizona or
0: something. So his, I yeah. mean,
1: his bracket looks like mine, but he has to cross it on a national
0: team. Yeah, top. he has to cross it on a national <laughs> Oh, poor Chuck, who I, I'm sure watches a ton, a ton of, of NCAA yeah. basketball. Sure,
1: yeah, I'm sure it's eating at him.
0: Yeah. So. No. Yeah, I mean those were those are kinda those are kind of the big ones. I guess um some of the other ones of note, the Big Ten um games that happen. Uh Ohio yeah, State I think
2: uh Ohio State uh
1: their opening game against uh, South Dakota State I found really interesting. It was a real back and forth between Daum and Bates Diop. They ended up with twenty seven and twenty four points respectively, uh, Ohio State coming out with a victory. But that was a real fun duel to to
0: watch. Yeah, and then they come out and they don't really play well against Gonzaga, so they're out. Um, yeah, they didn't make. And I guess in Michigan State, Michigan State, who a <sighs> lot of people pick to go far um, in the tournament, and they yeah. go out in the second round against freaking Syracuse of all people, and it's um, it was an ugly, it was a pretty ugly game. And it was again watching that one was kind of the same thing. Like when is when are they gonna when is Michigan State gonna shoot? When are they gonna play? Like when are they gonna start hitting shots? It just just never happened. Yeah.
1: From uh, ESPN stats and info, uh, Michigan State missed its final thirteen shot attempts in the loss to Syracuse. Their twenty five point eight percent shooting marks their second worst shooting performance over the last twenty seasons. So ugly yeah. is a perhaps an
0: understatement. Yeah, that that that, Syrac- that, that Syracuse zone. Just can't figure it out. Those, those guys are long. It's almost like they have six people out there.
1: <laughs> yes, they're very long. I think Jay Billis was very happy with all the wingspan
2: mentions uh, <laughs> in that game. Uh,
0: so yeah, Michigan but State. In, the,
1: in that game, though, did you see uh, McQuaid's uh, three at the end of the half? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like that. Shot oh, yeah. gets blocked. Catches it like in the air in and hurls it back up. Thanks that end. was crazy.
0: Yeah, and it that, felt like a big
1: basket. It was twenty-five to twenty-two at the time.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was a big basket. Yeah, anyway, it was exciting. It was. It was. May I say, athletic uh, Ooh. To play.
1: was an athletic play.
0: was athletic. Maybe
1: Miles Bridges should try to do that in one of his last three, three-point attempts. Just throw yeah. it up to himself, catch it, and heave it. I mean, yeah. good.
0: seriously, is he done? Is he gone? Is this, was that his last game?
1: I think it has to be. I think you can come back another year for a title run. Coming back two years seems pretty yeah. unlikely. And I don't yeah. think his I don't think he could do anything to improve his draft stock. Even if he comes back next year, averages like twenty five and fifteen. That'd be insane. Yeah. Let's say he averages twenty and seven. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna be any more
2: draftable uh next year than he is.
0: Yeah, I think maybe if he did so. Yeah. So Seen the last of good good for him. Yeah.
1: Uh, other Big Ten team, uh, Michigan, had a, a very exciting continue their tournament magic, uh, hitting a three-pointer at the buzzer uh, from Milwaukee's own Jordan Poole, uh, graduate of uh, Milwaukee King High School, oh,
0: really? hitting
2: the, the three-pointer there. So, oh, uh, yeah. exciting finish. Shocker. That was a late one Saturday night. Milwaukee. So yeah, that was
0: crazy. Yeah, that was the that was the last game. Last, yeah, Saturday night. Yep. Um, and they, they that was a crazy shot. That was one of those like, why would you not put someone on the ball uh, on the inbound when I mean, that's all all they all they could do is get a three off.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and we saw it today. Uh, Jim Michigan Boeheim fouling Michigan State when he was up three. Maybe
1: that's something that uh, Calvin Sampson at Houston should have been doing. Uh, But I thought it was interesting that Michigan went to uh, Jordan Poole, a freshman, for the last shot. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think um, Robinson, Duncan Robinson, was fouled out, though, so he's their best three-point shooter. So maybe that helped the decision go to Jordan Poole. But it was uh, pretty surprising to see him
2: go to a freshman for that shot.
0: Yeah, well, it works, so there's nothing you can really, (laughs) nothing you can argue about it. And it had some great, had some of the great, some great camera work and great clippets of like hitting that shot, watching Michigan players run over while, while people were laying on the ground under yeah. defeat for Houston. And then freaking Wagner saw a camera there and decided to give someone, oh. give someone a pat in the back and then wink at the camera. Yeah, I got right went, in front of that
1: camera. God, Wagner. <laughs> the camera
0: all the time.
1: Uh, so that leaves Michi- Michigan's moving on. Purdue's moving on, beating Butler today. Uh, without Isaac Haas, who broke his elbow in and, and their opening round win. Uh, they looked th- they were up pretty comfortably in the second half. Well, I shouldn't say comfortably. They were up, it seemed like, four to eight points throughout the second half. Uh, really almost tried to give the game away at the end, had a couple of real bad possessions, like three turnovers in their p- final four possessions or five possessions, something like that. Uh, but they survived moving on.
0: Yeah, what do you think of their chances going forward uh, without Haas?
1: Uh, I think there is some real potential for them to be a better team without Haas, which is weird to say, because uh, in most games he is their best player. But I think that sometimes they get too focused on feeding him the ball, and he gets too focused on, I'm the biggest guy in the court, I should be able to score over the smaller guy, and yeah. create slows down the game and creates um just a flow that doesn't fit their other players uh and then their other players end up forcing it uh, so it's weird to say that i like their chances better um but maybe i don't know that it hurts them as much as uh any other team losing their best player
2: would yeah
0: so yeah look at i mean I think a goes down they just have a, another seven footer to replace him <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah that's ridiculous Um, So, yeah, Purdue moving on, Sweet 16, I mean. So, with that,
1: we have two Big Ten schools still alive, two eliminated. So, do you think that the week off for the Big Ten impacted anything
0: at all, or is it a a non-issue? We're going the rest versus rust, huh? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, rest versus rust. The whole rest, rest versus rust argument. I Man, I don't know. I mean, the two teams that lost and the two teams that won—they weren't playing well. They didn't finish the Big Ten tournament that well, playing well, or they're right. in the, as the season. So, um, and Michigan continues to be hot, as we talked about before. Um, and I guess Purdue was in the championship game, didn't play that that well of one, but you know, those are the two teams that were in the championship game, so they were kind of you know on that on that run. So, I don't think it has much to do with it. And I, 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 the only thing, I mean, I don't think it's, I think it's probably better as a player, n- not knowing, not being a player in itself, just kind of be able to kick up. I mean, I'm sure they have to pr- you know, practice all week, but mm-hmm. um, but kind of not, when you got the Big Ten Championship, you go Sunday and you have a couple of days before you're probably flying out uh, to your site. Whereas they probably got to kick up for a couple of days before they, you know, they headed out um, after this election show. So. I don't think I'm not. I mean, it's a week in basketball, so I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, I don't clear. I don't know that it had too much of a
1: of an impact. I think yeah. if you would have seen all four win or all four lose, yeah, you could have had a a conversation <laughs> yeah, about it. A little, hot,
0: little hot debate on her hand.
1: Still, overall, a terrible idea to uh, yeah. have it a week oh, yeah, earlier still.
0: and how it
2: all how it all played out.
0: Still, yeah, still, still terrible idea. Um, but we had two in Sweet Sixteen. So Big Ten does have some representative. I mean, I still think Purdue has a chance um, on their side, and it's Michigan. I guess Michigan's going against Texas A&M, and then you know, again, we talk about Xavier. I don't think I'm not Xavier is a number one seed. So doesn't really scare me. So they, I think they both have a decent shot of of actually making the Final Four.
2: I'd agree that they that they do. Uh, any other games that that stuck out to you? Uh,
0: um, the old, I mean, um, <laughs> it feels like so long ago, but the, um, Rhode Island, Oklahoma game, uh, yeah. just watching, you know, being able to watch Trey Burke, or not Trey, Trey Young, Trey Young, Jesus, uh, Trey Young really kind of do his thing. I've been, I've only watched a couple of, you know, full games of his, mostly just seen highlights, mm-hmm. and what I took away is like, his teammates are not good and can't catch a ball and i think he would have yeah. so many more assists if he had players like a few players around him. And so with that, i know he had he struggled in the first half but still ended up with um you know 20 plus points um and then really put his team on, team on his back down the run there to to try to make a run towards the end. It came up short, but he's he's a yeah. baller. He's definitely a baller and i think he's actually going to be better at the next level cuz he'll have people that can catch and shoot around him. Right
2: at the actual next level, yeah, uh, yeah, I was at work screaming at
1: my computer. <laughs> People not named Trey Young, stop trying to do things because yeah. they were turning the ball over at the end of the game, yeah. and he passed the ball and made jack up a three. It's just like, just give it back to Trey Young and let yeah. him try to win the game. But yeah.
2: they didn't, and they didn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. With that, watching watching um, watching games at work. Were did you, were you kind of scoping out the office and seeing who else was doing that? Who else was kind of?
1: uh no, up? I was staying huddled in my cube, mm-hmm. uh, watching, uh,
2: and, and following along. Uh, there was,
1: oh, what game was it?
2: Um, <laughs> it was the Gonzaga uh, opening round game. Uh, shoot, who did they play? Uh,
1: it was a close game, and I. Went to ask somebody a question and came back and I just totally it was a close game and then Gonzaga won by like six and I just missed what happened and I was like Mm -hmm. I learned my lesson (laughs) not to get uh, phone calls or questions asked around the end of game. so I was luckily uh, it was a game that uh, I wasn't too
2: invested in but um, yeah
0: yeah I was watching um, Summit work and I didn't realize I didn't realize like who else was doing until the Loyola the end of the Loyola game. Um, the first one on Thursday, and that that shot went up and in, and I I heard a couple oh yeah, <laughs> kind of in the background. I was like, oh yeah, you're watching that too. Way to go, bud. So <laughs> that was uh a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean that's really uh really all the takeaways I got. Um,
2: yeah, so I w- I was watching it uh, mostly online. I've been taking it in the tournament watching it online and.
1: They play the same, I, this is true on TV, but they play the same commercials time and again, and one has just been driving me crazy, and I wanted to see if it's been driving you crazy, too. Okay. It's the Enterprise commercial with Joe McHale,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or whatever, the guy from uh, Community.
2: Yeah. And there's it. puppies he, There's puppies involved, and he ends up saying, the tournament isn't
1: over, your, your team lost, the tournament is over, so maybe you'll win the next game. What does that even What
2: does that Is even it, mean? It's an elimination <laughs> tournament. One less you're out. Your team's out. Yeah. And- every time it drives me bananas. Or if it, let's say it's a bracket thing. It, if you're let's say I
1: don't know, you picked Virginia to win a tournament this year or something, and they lose the first game. It's not like all right, we're gonna get them next game. Like your bracket's done. Oh, who makes these
2: commercials?
0: Drives I don't know. Nuts. I don't know. Oh. Don't, don't, yeah, don't get a car from enterprise just based on terrible. All right.
1: Sorry. That was, I'll try to calm down. Uh, <laughs> that was my commercial, my
2: commercial rant. Let's bring it uh, back bugging me Bring it back. Bring it Oh my gosh. Is there,
0: is there anything else that really grinds your gears?
2: Um,
1: so I think that another thing, here's a business proposal I have for you. Milo. Okay. We should just, what does it take to trademark a phrase or something? What do we have to do Oh, dude,
2: I don't think it's that much. So we just apply for it? Yeah. You, so, know,
0: you know who we could ask? We can ask hmm. a lawyer, Scott Esquire. Oh. A well, lawyer
1: friend Scott. That. We'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's because uh, UMBC is, trademark, is in the process of trademarking the phrase 16 over 1, which, <laughs> sure, you can, make, you can make a t-shirt or something, I guess. Yeah. But what if we had had that and been mm-hmm. ready to go? So we just oh, gotta think of like weird we
0: missed, things that yeah. could maybe happen. You you know what we should do?
1: And then we have the trademark.
0: Yeah, you know what you know what we should do? Uh, for okay. football, I just get every Division One football team trademark national champion, whatever the team is, whatever the school is. Yeah. And yeah, and then they can't have T shirts. And well, we would have made so much money with Central Florida. <laughs> oh, good idea, Casey. No, just just yeah. between me and you. Between me and you.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah let's. We'll confer with our our lawyer friend.
2: Yeah, we'll con- I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is like, like, professional or legal trolling or something. What like
0: that would be, but that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's fine. It's totally fine.
2: Uh, but that's that's all
1: that I got from uh the first weekend of the tournament. Uh, the games that stuck out. I guess today we just uh, before we got on the pod today we saw uh, quite the epic comeback uh, with Nevada defeating uh, Cincinnati after being down 22 points with 11 minutes left. Uh, so that was pretty exciting. Um,
2: yeah,
1: I had Virginia out of that
2: Yeah.
1: bracket, so whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> From and, a and bracket standpoint, but
0: to be, yeah, it's been a surprising UNC getting trounced by A&M uh, mm. in the second round was, was rather. Yeah, surprising. that was.
1: I thought again, I had UNC in my Final Four, uh, so I was surprised to see that they just Texas like A&M had those two big guys, and for whatever reason, uh, North Carolina couldn't. Couldn't deal with it, which was really strange. I mean, they played against uh, they played Duke three times this year, and Duke has Bagley and, and Wendell Carter, uh, who are both better than their counterparts on A and M. But North Carolina couldn't handle them today. So it was that was a weird game. Uh, outside of the NCAA tournament, uh, there's been some NFL moves Oh, wait, Casey, I got happening. one more question for yeah. you.
0: Before oh, I go. sorry. Okay, sorry. All right. I almost 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 forgot. Ooh, um, that would have been this, that would have been bad. So watching, like watching the number one, uh, watching sixteen take down number one, or some of these other, yeah. some of these other upsets. Um, sixteen
1: over one trademarked.
0: Yeah, sixteen over one trademarked. <laughs> Although that was that was you know, but being basically upset, and I thought about this being upset like the first game on Thursday, the eleven o'clock off on Thursday, because this happened to Wisconsin a few years ago. Uh, I can't remember; it was a few years ago. We like lost to mississippi mississippi still miss uh and we had that 11 o'clock okay, We lost. The, okay and it was the first it was like the first game and we lost so it's like so basically and it was terrible because it's like all right it's done like you you gear up for march and then the first thing that happens is you're done like the first thing you know you don't even edit, like all the other games are it's enjoyable so you get where i'm coming from yeah so yeah, your team's out a, yeah exactly as a Fan. What is worse, just not making the tournament or losing that 11 a.m. Thursday?
1: Well, neither is fun as a fan. <laughs> uh, I think in the moment, uh I think that I'd rather miss the tournament than lose that first one. Because then, I this year was a, you know first year that we've experienced where we go into the tournament and we don't have a team in it. We can just you know cheer for our bracket or cheer for. You know, whatever team we want. And it's losing that first game just kind of puts a sour taste in your mouth. And then I don't even want to watch basketball. And then it's a whole uh, emotional thing. But on the other hand, I'm very much a let's look back at when the Badgers lose, let's look back and look at uh, the season as a whole. How do we feel about the season? Some of the highlights, things like that. And this year, when you don't, your team's, or when your team's not in it, you don't have a lot to look back at. You don't have a lot of highlights uh, to look back at. Um, so neither,
2: neither is good. <laughs> uh, but easy way out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wait. Um, no, I think I'd I'd rather I'd rather lose because that means we made we made the tournament. But if we are going to lose in the
0: first round right away, I'd rather not make it. Oh yeah, neither, neither is good. Yeah, neither is good. Okay. All right. Well, for the record, I think I mean as a. You know, being like a member of the Big Ten, not I'm not taking into account like these schools that have to win the tournament to be their conference tournament to be in, because yeah. I be for, like for that reason I'd pick just not making it, just because mm-hmm. I've already conceded the season, you know, mm-hmm. and I've already conceded the season, so it's I've already put it behind me and I have no, you know, instead of getting in there and getting geared up for that couple of days after Selection Sunday and going out and and being ready to watch the game just to be let down and not have like pretty much ruins the whole first weekend, which is the best part, really. Yeah. So I would, I, my, my vote would be for just not make the tournament. So, okay.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Just curious. That, was, that, that question was, was haunting me as I was watching Thursday morning. <laughs> Teams go down.
1: <laughs> okay. So that's uh, it for our the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Uh, let's do a, a pivot to the NFL where some happenings have been going on uh, there as well.
0: Yeah, a lot of, lot of off-season transactions, a lot of free agency starting, uh, people flying around, people flying around. So with that, with all the uh, different moves that have gone on there, I just got one question for you, Casey. Yeah. Uh, are you scared? <laughs> are you scared? Because well, the Bears are back. Bears, the Bears are, are back. A bit. Let me
1: tell you, with all these moves uh, on the offensive side of the football that the Bears are doing, they might have to attempt to pass farther than five yards down the field next year. <laughs> you might have to try that.
0: We will try that. We got Nagy, and not only that, we got a punter and a kicker. So all sure. four phases, all four phases.
1: Man, you need you do need punters and kickers. So yeah, that's, yeah. I didn't I didn't see I did not see that.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So year. Yeah, we got year two of, of Mitch. Uh, we got Nagy coming in. Yeah. Um. What well, we just picked up a tight end, Trey Burton. Never heard of him. Yeah. Super Bowl champion, right? Yeah. He threw a touchdown pass that's in the Super Bowl.
2: So oh.
1: We got that. So is, is he? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I I did hear that. That's exciting. <laughs> he's going to be. You know, when when Mitch continues to struggle, he's another option.
0: Right. So Mitchell. When Mitchell yeah. continues. Yeah. He's a touch. He's a touchdown throwing. He's a Super Bowl touchdown throwing quarterback, on the roster. All right. So. Wow. Yeah. So be scared. Be scared. That's uh.
1: Is is that the the general feel that it's we the Bears are ready to compete. We're here. We go. Watch out. NFC Central North.
0: Uh, NFC Central North. You know what? <laughs> you know what? It's it's that it's that mid. It's that off-season excitement uh you know when you come off a couple of seasons like we had you got to get excited about something and that was the biggest uh you know that was the biggest probably it's not even it hasn't even been in the last couple of years is the biggest nugget. And last year it was just atrocious that there were no wide receivers nobody they could really separate themselves and get the ball so just to see them even yeah. try puts juices you know in the chicago um area uh you know just to. At least gives them hope, you know. So that gives that gives it one one less excuse to happen, uh, you know, if things start going bad. Because after you know after we lost Al, uh, Alshon, uh really the cupboard was very bare at wide receiver position. Really, any skill position, for that yeah. matter. Yeah. But yeah, there's a there's a sense that it's going on. There was, um, you know, I mentioned the the big ones at least for the Bears picking up Taylor Gabriel and um, Allen Robinson uh who really is in you know all honesty he has to get back to his form that pre ACL injury um but if he mm-hmm. can if he can't be that productive of a receiver uh things things could work out pretty well for Mitch and company huh.
2: Well we
1: will we will see I hope not but we will <laughs> we will see uh, here in in Packerland uh it's it's been weird we have participated in free agency for the first time since I think we signed Charles, Charles Woodson years ago uh, under the new GM. But that excitement of getting a Jimmy Graham uh, was soon uh, sucked out of the room by releasing uh, Jordy Nelson, which, uh, from a fan standpoint, it's kind of a weird thing with with the NFL that you don't really get in uh, college sports. You know, the college players, you know, the good ones, they go on to the NFL, they're m- maybe with your team for a year or two. But then they're on to, to better things. They're on to, to further their career. But in the NFL, a guy loses a step or a guy doesn't perform as well, and they're on to another team. And Jordy uh, was released by uh, Green Bay and is uh, now in Oakland Raider, which is just going to be, be really weird. Um, emotion, like, just emotionally as, as, as a fan, I'd say of the last, I guess, let's say since the Super Bowl win, he was probably the third most um, – recognizable face on the team behind Rodgers, uh, Clay Matthews, and, the, and then Jordy. So a pretty big pretty big move by the front office. Uh, but it cleared up cap space, I guess, to get Jimmy Graham and then uh,
0: Muhammad Wilkerson from uh, former Jet. So doing things
1: in free agency
2: for the Packers, kind of weird.
0: Yeah, so the Packers finally got a tight end.
2: Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. I was excited when they got... Um, Martellus Bennett last year didn't work (laughs) out Yep,
1: (laughs) saying it didn't work out would be an understatement Um, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic I think I I don't know what Jamie Graham is anymore uh, but maybe he can get back to what he was on New Orleans uh, all those years ago Uh, but
2: we'll see
0: yeah, well, I would I tell, I think the Jimmy, the Jimmy Grant going in the pack, when I saw that come through the wire, um, I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. I was pissed. Um, and then watching Jordy leave, crack a little smile on my face. Because uh, I know that's yeah. Aaron's little, little best friend and he has torched the bear throughout the years. Um, so yeah good luck to him but i um, you get it I mean it's aaron he'll find someone else to throw to that will catch it and he'll make him look amazing and make and get him a bunch of money as well so we we'll, we shall see yeah. with that with the you know the bears and packers heading off um yeah speaking of
1: making money though yeah let's Kirk talk Cousins about making to, money Kirk Cousins to Minnesota i think it's 3 years 84 million something like that all guaranteed <laughs> Yeah, all there, uh, there. which is which is which is something else. So Kirk Cousins, Minnesota, it kind of what we've termed here the QB carousel in the NFL, uh, along with Case Keenum to Denver, Alex yeah. Smith being previously traded to Washington. Yeah. So we knew Kirk wasn't going to be in Washington. Uh, Sam so, Bradford. Yeah, Kirk but the Vikings too.
0: they basically yeah. just got Kurs, uh, Case Keenum, just more consistently Case Keenum in Kirk Cousins, <laughs> right? Like they just replace. <laughs> Case Keenum with a version of himself that's just a little more consistent.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like a huge upgrade, and especially to spend that much money um, over over Case Keenum. I don't know. I I, I guess my view is that uh, Kirk has put up you know good stats, been one of you know the the stat heavy quarterbacks, uh, but in big games it seemed like he's had the propensity to throw. A devastating interception, and uh, I know that Minnesota Vikings fans are familiar with that feeling. Uh, So I hope that Kurt goes there and continues that. uh, Yeah, will fit right in. That tradition, so to speak.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The rich tradition. Yeah, during that game-ending interception.
1: Yeah, not uh, not biased coverage of that at all by a Packer and Bear fan there.
0: all right yeah but from from the Vikings from the Vikings Sam Bradford gets to go to Arizona and make another 20 million uh, this year speaking of money which is another guy who's who's been able to go from contract to contract just kind of just create not really do anything uh, in
1: yeah uh, well I mean speaking of replacing like with like I mean replacing (laughs) Carson Palmer with Sam doubtful Bradford uh, (laughs)
2: I don't You're know. That
1: doesn't backup. seem like. Yeah, I, 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 Sam Bradford is essential. He's like Jeff George of this generation,
2: right? Like yeah, yeah. he just
1: keeps getting contracts because the potential is there. Uh, Jeff George was more performance. I don't think he had a lot of injuries, but yeah. know, Sam Bradford has had the injuries. They just keep. Everybody's like, maybe if this time he can put it all together.
2: I don't know.
1: I wouldn't be excited if I was in a, a Cardinals fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and then also Teddy I'm glad that Teddy got a chance uh, with the Jets uh, I'm glad that worked out and he's actually gonna be on a roster uh, going forward here
1: yeah uh, I, I agree I, I'd like to see him get another shot I, I hope he's healthy uh, I don't know that going to the Jets maybe that was his only option but they seem to have a, a bit of a a cluster at the QB uh position as they have for years now but uh not i don't think the best team to go to but maybe his uh, options were limited but i i hope he does uh is able to perform at, at a high level again yeah because he, was, he was fun to watch in minnesota he was he was good until he got hurt um
0: yeah for sure totally.
1: tip for the nfl news next up is the draft unless
2: anything crazy at least on my radar i know there's been other signings but Nothing that really jumps out to me. Anything else
0: on your end? Um, no, no nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing really of note. Uh, just some players here and there. Uh, did you see about Carlos Hyde uh, going to Cleveland? Did you hear about? Yeah, this? I thought that was
2: interesting. Uh, um, hear about this? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, and I thought that was interesting because I thought the rumor was that they were going to take. Barkley number one, yeah. So that would go counter to that. Maybe they'll trade it. I don't know.
0: Well, then people. I don't know if you saw that. The local. I don't know if it was a local media, whoever. Someone went scrolling through his Twitter account, and I think it was from back. Yeah, Carlos Hyde's Twitter account. Okay. And there was a tweet. I'm pretty sure it was when he was still at Ohio State. But he tweeted. He tweeted basically, "Man." Cleveland, fan <laughs> Cleveland sports is the worst, and he wasn't lying, so I don't know what the big deal was, but it's always funny when people go strolling through other people's Twitter accounts uh, from, you know, later in life.
2: Yeah, I, I that, is, that is weird. I don't, it's not like, like you said, that wasn't not true uh, about the team at the time uh
1: but you know he's obviously signing to make that different i don't know
0: yeah so well good luck to them cleveland trying to do things uh <laughs> hopefully he can bring him bring him back to providence
1: there you go. should we take a uh a walk around campus
0: yeah let's go through let's get to our segment walk around campus we'll, we'll go over a couple of uh topics that are you know related to wisconsin or madison uh, first up, we have Joe Thomas retired this past week after 11 seasons in the NFL with the Cleveland Browns, all with the Cleveland Browns, yeah. 10-time Pro Bowler, um, you know, obviously played for the University of Wisconsin, um, and it's pretty sad to see him go. Actually, especially the way he went out, because uh, he, he went out with injury last year after doing yeah. 10, over 10,000 snaps uh, straight with Iron Man.
1: Yeah, he had a, a remarkable Hall of Fame career. Uh you know, I think that's been discussed a lot on, on his retirement. Uh I think our friend uh Scott said it best, our lawyer friend Scott who we mentioned earlier, uh, when he said, Is there a bigger waste of talent in a career than Joe Thomas playing his entire career for uh, pretty bad Browns teams?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the new the new fun thing for I, I've probably seen two or three interviews with Joe Thomas, the new fun thing for them is can you uh, name all the quarterbacks that you blocked for? No. Is, oh this, yeah, I've this, seen that. It's the new Joe Thomas interview question. It's already gotten old. Um, so was gonna...
1: every a little little fun fact on, uh, on on Joe Thomas. Back when we were uh, back when we were on campus, I played an intramural basketball game against Joe Thomas. I had to guard him.
0: Oh yeah, how'd you Let do? Me tell you,
1: It did not, it did not go well. It did not go well. I played on a team of uh, my, I guess more accurately, my friends let me be on the team. (laughs) They were really really good and could compete at a high level. A couple of them uh, won uh, D3 uh, state tournament uh, here in Wisconsin. So uh, they had some talent. They were my roommates. They let me play on their team. (laughs) Uh, But I was, I was in and I tried to guard Joe Thomas and, it felt like uh, I had to run around a house to front him in the post as he went from post to po- one side of the post to the other. It was pretty funny. I think I was in for two possessions and then four points later I was subbed out. But that was my Joe Thomas experience.
0: All right. <laughs> did you score? You did score any on him. Uh, no, I uh, let's say I didn't, didn't touch the ball
1: much.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's good. Well, Joe. At least we know Joe. Joe could play more than one sport. So
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, Congrats.
0: Congrats, to Joe on the on his career. I know he's getting into podcasting. He's he's gotten into our realm. So if he wants to hop on our, oh, uh, if he wants to come on the show anytime, open invitation. We're happy to come on your show, Joe. So yeah, uh,
1: uh, invitation open both ways.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be on that pretty soon. Be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So moving on, we have uh we have a thoughts and prayers. Uh, looks like Andy Van Vliet is yep. he is tra- or has transferred or is going to transfer from the University of Wisconsin. So he's no longer with the basketball team. Um this not that surprising considering he mm-hmm. went from starter to not even playing uh throughout the season. And at any and he gave us a red shirt year as well. Um. So he's off yep. to do a better things. So I don't get a look to too. I don't know if guard did the whole. You can't play for any teams that were gonna play in like seven years thing. But I don't. Oh. I, don't I haven't found out where he might be going.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I haven't heard the, uh, that there's any restrictions. Um, but I guess to show you how meaningful I thought this was, when I saw in the show notes that you said uh, thoughts and prayers for uh, Van Vliet, I thought you I, my mind read. Van Vleck, like the Van Vleck building on campus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I thought they were tearing it down or remodeling it or something, and that was in the show notes for some reason. So, Uh, obviously, big news. (laughs) So, I probably, probably, that's probably a sign that I won't miss him too much on the basketball team. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: we we won't miss him. Unless he comes back from some team and just torches us in a tournament or something. So, but that will never happen. That won't happen. Okay, well, good luck to you, Andy. Um we, we got football spring practice kicked off. Uh I've seen a lot of spring position previews out there, so I'm not going to give you one. Do you have anything?
1: Uh no, just want everyone to uh, stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, stay <laughs> Moving healthy. people to to injuries uh in spring ball is always always tough. Um I've dived into the the player previews, you know, they're out there on the internet. they are going to be more yeah. insightful that, than I am, but uh, could be, a, could be a good team. We'll see. Stay healthy.
0: Yeah. Do you really, I mean, do you, do you find those helpful in, in March uh, of what positions are doing well in the spring?
2: <sighs>
1: helpful? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I do like to hear, because it's always going to be good things, right? I mean, it's presumably like so and so is improving this or, you know, got a lot of linebacker depth, things like that. Um, which you don't know until you really put the pads on and, and start hitting in the fall. Um, but it's something to read. It's, it's interesting. You know, I have you know, a couple people who I'm, a couple players that I'm keeping an eye on that I'm you know, hoping will take kind of the next step uh, going next year. So I like to read up on that just to see how, uh, like, Cephas is doing at wide receiver or something like that. But yeah, informative or helpful, not too much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, mean, I think like around like this time last year, they weren't even talking about Jordan Taylor. Or Jonathan Taylor, sorry. Jonathan um, Taylor, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I don't give any grievance to him. So, yeah, yeah. but if you want to, they're out there. Um, yep. All right, so, and then, uh, finally, uh, the women's hockey team lost a crusher in the Frozen Four in a double overtime against Colgate. It's just the, I guess this was basically our fault for talking, uh, for talking badly about Minnesota because the yeah. game was in Minneapolis, so... My bad uh but it was they put up a good i don't want to say that they put up a good effort, but it was a you know it was a double, double overtime loss um in a in a thrilling game
1: yeah it was a tough loss great uh great season though by by the women on the team uh it was a lot of fun to follow throughout the year and uh i think from all uh i guess conversations i've seen should be really good again next year so Thanks for a great season, and uh, look forward to next year.
0: Yeah. Casey, you really are always good on reflecting on the season as a totality and not just living in the moment. <laughs> You've always been good at that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a way to get
1: out of the, the, the crushing uh, feelings of, of a tough loss in double overtime, But
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's our right. walk around campus. Um, hey, Casey, are you ready? Are you ready for another yeah. round of the uh, corner kick?
2: Yeah, uh, America's favorite segment.
1: (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, Corner kick. We have the uh, quarterfinal draw for the Champions League. Uh, It's going to be played the uh, first and second weeks of April here. Uh, So it's down to the final eight. We got Juventus versus uh, Real Madrid. It's a rematch from the final last year. Uh, Liverpool uh, versus Manchester City. Uh, there are the two English teams left. They've played each other twice this year, uh, and each team has won one game, so pretty good matchup
2: there. Uh, I support Liverpool, so I. it's an okay draw. Um, we They beat City this year,
1: so hopefully they can find a way to do that again. Uh, the other two games were pretty kind to uh, the favorites, uh, Bayern against Sevilla and uh, Barcelona against Roma, both those. Uh, Bayern and Barcelona should be able to move on from that. Uh, also, over the weekend, uh, Mohamed Salah, he's a, a forward for uh, Liverpool, had four goals yesterday. It was a real exciting 5-0 win over Watford. Um, but the first goal, Marlo, you should look this up, and our fellow fans should look this up. Uh, he did a, the announcer called it a Harden-like move, uh, causing the defender to fall over and then went around, him, went around him and scored. So, uh, so we have to on make
0: a, a do we take a meme versus a meme, make, or a GIF versus a GIF? Just have them run side yeah. by side.
1: <laughs> that would, yeah, we'll get our we'll get our technical staff on that
2: and, <laughs> and figure
1: out how to do that. And then a, uh, a final uh, comment in the corner kick. Uh, congratulations to Cristiano Ronaldo, who scored his 50th career hat trick uh, today, which is pretty amazing, uh, as one of the uh, two best players alive right now. Uh, it's kind of weird, uh, though, and I don't know if you experienced this, Marlo, in any other thing, maybe with kind of like, I guess you probably would with like a LeBron Jordan conversation where you, it feels like you have to pick a side, right? So in the world of soccer, you, there's Messi and Ronaldo. They've been the two mm-hmm. best players for the past, I don't know, five, ten years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it feels like you have to pick one over the other. Mm. Uh, and it makes, it makes watching the other one less enjoyable so Ronaldo 50th career hat trick amazing amazing career but in my head I'm like yeah but
2: so (laughs) do you experience this
1: at all maybe with Jordan and LeBron it's like LeBron has you know another triple double yeah but yeah but do you feel feel that it like makes you enjoy or not be able to enjoy LeBron James as much as oh no I can't enjoy it at all I can't
0: enjoy it at all and it's not even because (laughs) it's it's because everybody else like I would be able yeah. to sit down and like enjoy LeBron's greatness, but I can't because I know every time he does something, someone's gonna <laughs> get on there and be like, Oh, so like Jordan and it's like get out of here with that yeah. and I can't you're right, I can't sit <laughs> down and enjoy it. I I've gone yeah, I just LeBron is just it's such a hot topic. I understand where you're coming from.
2: <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah.
1: weird weird thing being a fan sometimes. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> professional <laughs> professional fan. Professional fan. All right, so that is uh, Casey's corner kick—a brief walk around the world of soccer—and uh, that brings us to our tweet of the week. Uh, and I'll go first on this one, Marlo. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the other night uh, it was March 14th, so Wednesday, so the night before the tournament started. Frank Kaminsky tweeted out, "How do you go to sleep when at Drake is playing?" at Fortnite with ninja hashtag vegetarian i don't know (laughs) what the vegetarian part is i don't know where the hashtag came from but 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 this was a a crazy moment for me of seeing kind of like three or four worlds colliding in, in one tweet one we have frank kaminsky uh who you know probably best wisconsin uh college basketball player ever watching uh a video game, video game being played by Ninja, who's, uh, if you don't know, is pretty much the most popular streamer right now. Playing uh, this game, Fortnite, and he's playing with Drake. And not only playing with Drake, uh, you know who? Uh, what would you say? Drake makes music for? It's not like what are we, Marla? We're like Quarter Life, Quarter Life, New Dads. Yeah, that's our our Quarter Life, New Dads to still feel cool. That's who Drake is making music for. It's for us. <laughs> we still want to be cool. And listen to listen to Drake. Uh, so not only playing with Drake, playing with Juju Smith-Schuster and Travis Scott. And I, guess, I don't know why it surprises me so much. Maybe it's because I assume famous people hang out together and they know each other because they're all famous. But maybe it's that they were playing a, this video game together. It just blew my mind. It was so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are, yeah. Are you a Twitch guy? Do you watch Twitch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then Fortnite is this really... For people that don't know, it's, you know, obviously it's a really big game right now um, that everyone Mm -hmm. plays. And then Ninja, doesn't he he hold the record for most viewers during a stream at like 6 million? Yeah,
1: he had uh, like pretty, I think pretty close to, I think the number I heard was 635,000 people were watching this stream uh, when it happened.
0: Yeah, this stream. But I think he holds the record, like for himself. In, in it's like oh, in the for most, millions. Yeah, yeah, for most. But yeah, people yep. were, were watching this, and it was it was all a buzz uh, on Twitter when it was going down. And then not only that, it, like especially in like in my office, I work with a bunch of people who are all about the stream, and this like like you were saying was starting to intersect a bunch of different worlds, um, with Ninja playing <laughs> playing with Drake, and uh, I thought it was it was so inter- it was so interesting, but. Way you go, Frank, for shouting out.
2: And then uh, on a follow-up for that, somebody kind of said, you know, Frank, and
0: Missy,
1: you're pretty cool. Please stop tweeting about these stupid video games, essentially. And then Frank responded, but mom, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> it <was> great. <laughs> that's great.
0: Oh. All right, so that's my, that's my
1: tweet
2: of the week.
0: <laughs> all right. We have another tweet that, or the tweet that deserves discussion. and it was very well done by um, our very own Wisconsin basketball account. Um, so, anyway, anyone anyway, can co- go check it out. This tweet it was tweeted out with the thir- March thirteenth. So was that Tuesday? This past Tuesday. Yep. Um, yep. Where basically they put out, uh, they want you to pick. They put out play- fifteen players. They want you to pick out a starting five. Um, from the from the 19 years of our streak, so they put five point guards, five shooting guards, five shooting forwards, power forwards, and centers, um, and they numbered them f- you know five through one, and, and basically you have to pick your starting lineup, but your total number that's assigned to them can't go over 15, which kind of got me at first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be told. Yeah. So for
1: yeah, so for like point guard, the number one point guard was Devin Harris. He's five points. Yep. then second was Jordan Taylor four points and so on so they did that for for each position
0: so with that said um do you you want to go over what you had for your starter or you want me to go first you go first okay i'll go first i'll go ahead and go first yeah i all right i had well this is, for the record this was my second lineup because when i first saw it i didn't read okay. the small print about how it, that couldn't add up to 15. I thought you just pick your starting five, yeah. which was I thought was difficult in the first place. But here's, playing by the rules, what I got. All right, you ready? Yep. So my point guard had Trayvon Jackson. Shooting guard was Ben Bruss. Uh, had Alondo Tucker. Um, oh. Yeah, had Landry, and then took Frank for my center.
2: Okay. What are your, Interesting.
0: What are your thoughts?
2: I... W- Actually, you. Actually, uh, I'll hear yours I first. Think, I'll hear yours first. Okay, all right,
1: all right. Yeah. Uh, so at uh, point guard, I got uh, Mike Kelly. Uh, shooting guard, Josh Gosser, uh Forward are Penny and Landry, and then Kaminsky at center. So we agreed on, on Kaminsky Landry, and then the other three were other three were different. Interesting.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm surprised you both went with Landry. Um, I thought yeah, for sure uh, that'd be the outsider that no one, no one would have picked.
2: I think, so The
1: I, I, looking at this, the, the power forward tradition was a tough one. Uh, for the listeners out there who haven't seen this, it's Decker, Lure, Landry, Brown, and uh, Kowski uh, from 5-1. to one. I just didn't feel great about, we had to give up points somewhere, right? So I didn't feel great about Kowski or Vito Brown. Uh, so Landry was the next one I felt comfortable with. And I didn't think Lula would play well with Kaminsky. I mean, they'd be fine, but Lula and Kaminsky seemed like a weird kind of starting lineup for me.
2: Um, so that's why I went with Landry.
0: Yeah, I basically went with Landry because I was looking. And I was like picking it out because I had you know I had Trayvon, Russ Tucker, so But like I was like, ah, oh, crap! I need someone that could play defense. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, and yeah. That yeah. was that was probably gonna be the the uh, uh, the best look. The other part that I was struggling with when i first did the lineup was are we picking the player that was at wisconsin are we picking the player that you know kind of progressed later like like a john oh. or like he's much yeah. better pro than he was at wisconsin um okay do you know does that make sense you know what i mean yeah no um, yeah probably w- same with devin. i guess devin and, and lure were like really the only ones i was thinking about but yeah. um but yeah or it decker but yeah but yeah, anyways, that's, um, I mean, that's a pretty decent lineup. i I'd take both of them.
1: Yeah, I went with uh, a very defense-heavy lineup, in my opinion, to, uh, you know, in true Wisconsin fashion with Kelly and Gosser at the guards. Yeah. Uh, and then Landry and Kaminsky on the, the forward and, and center position. I think that are all, all, you know, high-quality defenders. And then I went, oh, shoot, I need some scoring, so I went with Kirk Penny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought Jackson uh, could. The one thing he could do is he could create. Um, yeah. And then if he got in trouble, he could throw it out the brush. And obviously, we know he can shoot. Um, and Tucker was a great, obviously a great uh, athletic player back yeah, when he was playing athletic. for the Badgers. And he could. He, towards the end there, he could really create. Um, you know, his own shot. So those were. Yeah. That was kind of my reasoning behind it. I figured you got a player that could. Dribble and dish to two others. One that could play defense. um, The other one that could play inside, outside.
2: So I liked... I thought the exercise was fun. uh, And
1: for our our fellow fans, uh, go to the the Twitter account at BadgerMBB. Go through their history and and find that. I think it's pretty fun. But I also saw some of the uh, responses in in Twitter. I don't know if you uh, went down and saw these. uh, But Ben Brust... Tweeted out and said a lot of value at shooting guard one, <laughs> which was which was him, and then uh, Zach Schulz responded with just a frowny face. Yeah, Joel,
0: he, was, did, did he wasn't included. Did make the list? Oh, okay. That's uh, tough. <laughs> just <a> frowny face. <laughs> oh man. All right, that was good. Well, those were the uh, the tweets of the week, and really, you gonna wrap it up here um, on the 132 Breeze podcast. Uh, again, thanks for thanks for everyone for all the feedback. Uh, we're taking it. We're taking it. We're trying to apply it. We want to make this a podcast that's enjoyable for our fellow fans. So keep it coming. Um, check us out on Twitter at 132 Breeze. You can get a hold of Casey at Prof Badger or myself at MarloJR. Jr. Leave us a five star review on iTunes. Thanks for everyone that has done that so far. Casey, do you have any last words? Uh,
1: no, I think our our next show though will be a, a- a special uh, live in-person show as I'll be down in Chicago next weekend. So we'll coordinate that. And uh, maybe the audio quality might be a tad bit better for that. Uh, so watch for that. Other than that, thanks everyone uh, for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, and on Wisconsin. On
0: Wisconsin. On Wisconsin.